Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. Happy Monday. Hope you had the best weekend ever. I had an ever so slightly above average weekend. Just kidding. It was awesome. It's a Fredless Monday here in the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Fred is on assignment in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, as he is the voice of all things Highlands. Lucky me, I got Robert Buck D. Gibson sitting across from me. What's going on, my guy? Man, feels good, bro. Had a nice weekend. Off to a great week. Tournament time. You know how it goes. The hot stove is on fire in NFL and MLB. Yes. March Madness is coming. (sighs) Baseball is back. And Vital might just get his wide receiver back on the ones and twos behind the glass. What's happening, Mikey? Pretty good, guys. Had a good weekend. I'm just stoked for March Madness, especially since my New Mexico State Aggies are back in it. Yeah, baby. Go. Pride of New Mexico. The homies from down south, New Mexico State basketball Aggies in the tourney looking to make some damage in the 12 seed. The 12 seed, right? 12 yeah, against 5. 12 against 5. UConn. Find a lot UConn. Of upsets in yep. that. UConn. Yeah, Luckily, yeah, don't have to play the women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be. T- <laughs> the women are too good. I think this men's team is beatable. Luckily, they don't have to play the women. So there's that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and thanks a lot, Brady, for ruining my Sunday. I'm getting all ready to wager and get into the turn brackets, fill them out, and then you have to plop yourself in the middle of the uh, sports world media. Isn't that hilarious, man? Aaron Rodgers got done so dirty last week. He signs back, four-year deal with the Packers, gets PAID paid, Packer Nation rejoice, and then three hours later, Russell Wilson gets traded (laughs) to the Broncos. No one gives a crap about Aaron Rodgers anymore. Then two days later, the GOAT is back. Yeah. And you think I'm talking about Tom Brady. I'm not. Mitch Trubisky's going to the Steelers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, smell a call. I, I, I smell a call from Mailman. You beat me to it by <laughs> half a second. <clears throat> Speaking of calls, 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. The exact same number, 505-246-0610. Hit us with all your hot takes on the Sports Animal text line. The boys are not on Facebook Live today. My face feels funny. I think I got a case of the funny face. Got the yips, man. I got you the look yips. nice. You look you look like the van that I know. Well, I yeah, got a very pretty normal. mama. Thank you. But you're just not feeling the camera. I've been making some ticks today. I yeah. think I'm, I'm nervous about something. I, okay. I'm, I'm getting flushed. Okay. Flushed and lightheaded. Stay away from this chocolate over here then. Oh, we got it. <laughs> We got it exactly yeah. half yeah. down the middle of this studio. I'm not going to be able to eat. We got a buffet of, of sugar in there. Thanks. Yeah. To, no thanks to me. Yeah. Separate but equal cookie setup. Again, 505-246-0610. Friends of the show, fam of the show, you know already. Give us your hot takes. New Mexico State Aggies. 
The Goat is back. MLB Hot Stove. Trubisky to the Steelers. March Madness is coming. His Devontae Adams coming back. Tatis Jr. Oh. apparently is going to quit the MLB and become the new evil Knievel. <laughs> Amari Cooper and Jarvis Landry probably going to swap places. Quarterback carousel continues. We'll be breaking down winning time and... Uh, I get to learn something new today. Apparently, black people hate Duke. Yes. So yes, we definitely got to talk about this. <laughs> not, I had this. I had this discussion today, Mike. Not Duke Ellington. No. Duke University. Specifically, Mike Shashevsky. Not the Archduke <laughs> Ferdinand. Yeah, that guy bothers me. Oh gosh, don't get me started. Ugh. He ruined my childhood. <laughs> Do black people hate Duke because Mike Shashevsky? got to choose to say his name wrong and black people in America didn't even get to choose their own last well, name. That's, hey, you just added another. <laughs> I had a top 10. Now I got a top 11. Okay. You put <laughs> and that's, that right and that that's not 11th either. <laughs> Your name's Chris Belusky. Grow up. <laughs> Mike Krzyzewski, whatever. You got, you filled out a bracket yet? No, not yet. No? I'm, I'm, I'm like Mike. Like this whole, my team is picking up the best players out there. Brady's back. A lot of stuff's going on in baseball. It kind of pushed, you know, the bracket excitement back for me. So I got to get on it. Wait until Wednesday. And then you'll really get your juices flowing. Yeah. You can't wait, right? Yeah. And I spent this weekend looking at tournament championships and finals and, you know, to, to brush up to see what how I want to pick. But – like you said, man, it's a lot of news, man. It's a lot yeah. of sports just coming at us. We're bombarded. We got a full show today. 505-246-0610 if you want to hit us with your hot takes. We're not having any guests today. Usually we have one or two guests, right? A couple call-ins, give us a perspective. There's just too much to talk about today. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of good stuff. Tom Brady spent a month alone with his family, and it was like, <laughs> screw that. I'm out. I am out. <laughs> Where's Gronk? I want to go play. Yeah, that's what it is. Y'all don't drink champagne every day? <laughs> the rumors were he had a talk with the uh, one of the world's greatest stars in soccer and Ronaldo. And Ronaldo's like, hey, how, how, how can you do this without? Yeah. I, when you're at the top of your game and Brady probably went home and said, you know what? He's right. Yeah. He same went, thing, same he, thing with Ronaldo. Same thing with LeBron. Yeah. Well, he went to that. Uh, he went to see Ronaldo. Ronaldo had a hat trick. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Then LeBron had, what, 56 points? 56 points. He's like, oh, no. Then he goes home, and they're not having parades. Nobody's sipping champagne. They're just sitting there watching Netflix. He's like, nah, I can't do this, the man. kids spilling chocolate milk all over the place. Man. Rogers is coming back. Nah, he was not about to sit out. Nope. Zell's in, like, Rome or something. <laughs> yeah. He's home alone with the kids. He's yeah. like, with him damn, I miss Gronk. With him coming back, is is it better for the NFL? Most, most, of course. you know, obviously ratings, back. but a lot of people yeah. can't stand him either because it's just so much overload of him. Well, you mentioned ratings, and you also mentioned haters, and haters yeah. drive the ranking. Exactly. The more you hate on him, the more attention he's going to get. Yep. And plus, he sees where the power lies in the NFL right now, and it's definitely not in the NFC. Nope. So he's like, hey, I can come back and basically be in the Super Bowl if I wanted to be. So, yeah, just again, just to screw over Rodgers one more time. <laughs> you think that's like, what it is? Like Russell Wilson went to the AFC West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Niners are going to have a rookie quarterback. Yeah, Rodgers was like, he's going to damn breeze. right I'm coming back to Green Bay. He's going to breeze through. 
Rodgers is going to breeze through the NFC North, win 11, 12, 13 games without, without blinking, then Brady's like, it's just getting too easy for this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm coming back. He might win a couple. It's like the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I ain't leaving! <laughs> so what about the guy that had his last touchdown pass? Oh, Remember he had to go, got jacked up. So how, did, how does that work? <laughs> was it Evans or who's the guy for Tampa Bay? Caught and then he, that was Evans. Yeah. Now what does he do? Then well, they, see, that, they, auctioned, <laughs> they auctioned the ball off. What was oh, it, did they? 500K? Yeah. Oh. Over, half a, over yeah. half a mil, man. Over half a mil for Brady's last touchdown ball, and it's not going to be anywhere close to his last touchdown ball. Well, the, the, whoever bought that, they're not hurting. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they got that money to buy that ball, they're not hurting at all. It's not like some super fan from Boston who's been yeah. saving up his whole life just yeah. to buy something that, from Tom Brady. I saw who was happy, though, that he came back, Jalen Ramsey. Mm. He was like, yeah, the last touchdown pass you threw was all over my head. Yeah. I don't want that to be the last memory. That highlight over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> The worst highlight of Jalen Ramsey's career gets played. Yeah. Well, so Rodgers is coming back. Brady's coming back in the NFC, and we lost Joe Buck. Eh, no problems. <laughs> well, I know most sports fans that aren't Fred are kind of indifferent to Joe Buck. I don't shine Joe Buck's shoes like Fred does, but he's a talented guy. He's a legend. Right. I'd rather not have him. <laughs> Especially for baseball. He's like a front-runner curmudgeon in baseball. I need, we need some new uh, baseball blood. By the way, I'm throwing in my hat. I was going to say. Fox, if you're listening. Yeah, who's going to take his role? Who does that? They, there's not like it's a, it's a farm system where they have somebody that's coming up, like up-and-comer. Not Tom Brenneman. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Your Chargers just got some breaking news. Did you see that? Yeah, man. New cornerback to match with uh, Khalil Mack. The top cornerback in the free agency. This is this is new to me. Our team never does anything in free they, agency. They have ever. to. They never do anything. To even but now they do, yeah. Stay above water in the AFC West now? you got to be kidding me. I don't even think the, the, the division uh, drove this. I think the Rams drove this. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Rams winning in L.A., the Rams winning in SoFi. They had to sit there and watch that, even though there was not a lot of Rams fans. Sure. They got that championship there. They they share the stadium. So Coach Staley is a defensive guy. He's like, hey, let me get guys that I want. He was a defensive coordinator at Chicago with Mac. got Mac. wanted the top corner. Let's see what he does. He's going to be a great defense or the biggest bust. <laughs> In NFL history. <laughs> and you know what? Everyone likes the idea of what the Rams did. They went all in for it. So yeah, forget about not having a one number one draft pick for three years. Right. Well, see, the, the Chargers can do it because they're still on Herbert's rookie yeah. contract. So they got a lot. They had a lot of money. They're, they're talking about getting Bobby Wagner, too. So we'll see. You've got to load up in the AFC West. Oh, yeah. It's going to be an absolute gauntlet. Yeah. Though I think the Raiders are the worst team. And they, and they made, made the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. Yep. And then the Chargers win nine or ten games, Robert. Yeah. We and, lost and that. They, still, they didn't get to the playoffs. We were supposed yeah. to tie. The Raiders didn't comply with this. <laughs> <laughs> when we get back, we're talking about the GOAT. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. 
Two Men On would not be here without our partners and sponsors in the community. One of my favorites, of course, is New Mexico Pinon Coffee, which I start my day with every day. I'm a big uh, whole bean dark. Whole bean dark roast is my jam. I grind it up right there, Mikey, all fresh. Really proud of what they do for the community and honestly just shocked that they're still hanging out with us. Going to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why do you say that? No, I'm kidding. Okay. We're dear friends. Oh, good, good, good. 505-246-0610. Hit us on the Sports Animal Hotline. When you call and Mikey lets you on, we listen. And right now we're listening to Lenny, friend of the show. What's happening, guy? Not much. Well, I'm happy. I'm a Charger fan, so my season tickets will look a little bit better next year. Woot, woot. Yes, finally get to hear from another Chargers fan. No, I've been a Charger fan now for, since I moved out there in 99. I've had season tickets with them. Oh, that's awesome. And I used to have Padres, so I feel bad for the Padres because they just lost Tatis for three months. Yeah, a.k.a. Evil Knievel. Yeah, do you think he's being reckless? You think Tatis is not taking things seriously? Yeah, he's not, but he could have been worse. You saw what happened to... Uh, Pete Alonso today for the Mets. Yeah, he got T-boned in his vehicle for three times, and they walked away from it. Pete Alonso is hard. <laughs> that dude is hard. <laughs> no, but his rolled, wife was in the vehicle too. Yeah. Rolled his vehicle Man. three times, kicked the window out, and went to practice <laughs> like nothing. Well, that is so gangster. Man, that's why you call it. The, that's why he's called the polar bear. Wow. But let's get in first with the charges, real quick. Between J.C. Jackson and Derwin James, who are you going to throw to? Yeah. Also, you, I, okay. you know else who, who else I like? I like uh, last year's rookie, Asante Samuel Jr. He played, he right. played great, too. Uh, yeah, so they got a great defense. Their problem last year was their coach and their stupid analytics and kicking mm-hmm. the field goals or not. Yep. I agree. And there's how no, no bad the Chargers kicking game is. Four years, three years ago, or well, four years ago, they had a kicker from Korea. They used him for a few games. He was three for six. Yep. Since then, he's made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he kicks what for Atlanta now. He has almost a ninety percent success rate since he's left the Chargers. Yep. So, Staley, stop with the analytics. Put points on the board. Okay. You should have won twelve to thirteen games last year. Agreed. Okay, you've got a quarterback that Justin Herbert is just as good or better than Burroughs. Okay, you just resigned Mike Williams, who I don't know why you don't utilize him with the speed and height he has. You just go ahead and you're going to keep pouring him your six foot eight tight end. You can't teach height to a six foot eight tight end who runs like a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And you've got Keenan Allen. And yep. you still got a good running. What more do you need? You need a coach that doesn't look at analytics. Yeah, you need to it's be like in another division. And it's a field goal. Take the friggin' points. Agreed. And just stop already, okay? And if he does it again next year, hang him from SoFi Arena. <laughs> I uh, make I, an effigy out of him at the at the stadium. Advanced analytics um, do show if you're going. <laughs> If you're in between the 40s and you oh have a fourth God. and one, you should go for it every time. It's, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I feel bad for the choice. I mean, luckily I only went to half that game last year. Otherwise, I'd have less hair than I have now. <laughs> Lenny, do you have goat fatigue? Are you, are you glad Brady's back? 
No, uh, well, I'm glad Brady's back, but let me let me explain. I, I buy and sell sports. Are you Dave and Buster's right now? Oh, uh, well, we're in the studio today. Okay, well, I buy and sell sports memorabilia, so I have autographed Brady stuff. So I'm going to give you an example I feel bad for. The guy two days ago paid $518,000 for allegedly Brady's last touchdown ball. Yeah. You know what it's worth today? 10000 Man. Do you okay? You would know more about this since you're in the sports memorabilia world. Is there some kind of clause in the purchase no. of that ball? You know, no. say okay, if it's he called, comes back, it, yeah, you get a clause, refund. At the bottom of the clause, it says TFB. Ha! Ah. <laughs> okay, this isn't a, a car dealership where you have a three-day or seven-day buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is like buying Bitcoin. It goes up, it goes mm. down. The flip side is the kid who had Brady's 700 touchdown ball, who gave it back, that ball would have sold for over 750 to a million dollars, oh. and he ends up with two and a half bitcoins, four season tickets for next year, and some autograph memorabilia. I would have kept the ball and told Brady, you know what, call my guy. We'll discuss this later. And then if he was going to autograph stuff for me, I would have told him, how to sign the autograph stuff mm-hmm. with Mike Evans so that those jerseys, which would have been game issue jerseys, would have been worth at least fifteen to twenty thousand a jersey. Hey, he's a super fan. It's more about the story for him. Like, I yeah, no, yeah, I would like to have more money. Friend, I'm taking the money. Yeah, give me the money too. But just like last week with Shashevsky's last game in Duke, and the seats were going for five thousand to fifty-five thousand. I'm sorry, Mike. I've seen you for 20 years live. I'm taking the money. I'm going to a bar. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't, I couldn't agree anymore. Okay. And I can't give you my picks for the final four because it takes me a day or two to digest it before I start making my bets at one of the casinos in town. The only upset I've picked so far is New Mexico State. Oh, you really got that one? You have them beating I UConn. Love, I love five and 12 games. Those are my favorite to bet. It's uh, started off at six and a half, and it's already down to five and a half. Is that right? Right. So those are the best games to bet, is the 12 and the five. Sometimes the three and the 14, but a little bit riskier. So there's going to be some upsets this year, but I don't know yet with that. I'm just happy with... Seeing the Chargers going all in. And the other thing now is, with Pittsburgh signing Trubisky and Brady coming back, and Kirk Cousins' agent should be named Agent of the Century for getting him a $35 million guaranteed deal for next year and no trade, Seattle's going to end up with Deshaun Watson. They're going to trade all the picks they got, add one more first-rounder, they're going to keep Noah Fant because they need another receiver. And then Watson gets the throw to Noah Fant, Deshaun, um, Ty Lockett, and Metcalf. Yeah, that I mean, Deshaun good. Watson, if, if you can deal with the blowback, that's a good get for anybody. Okay, let's go with the blowback. I hate what he did, but it doesn't matter. I said this this morning on the morning show. It doesn't matter to me if you did it to one woman or 22. You're a, a piece of crap for doing it. NFL doesn't look it like that. Allegedly. If you're cleared of all criminal charges, which he was, they take you back and suspend you. Do you think that Ben Roethlisberger, with the girl in the bathroom, with a camera that was working 
but 99.99% of the time suddenly shut off, when he went into the bathroom with her, that nothing happened, they took him back. They suspended him six games It went down to four. Well, I don't think this should be a surprise to any sports fan at all. I mean, talent I mean, trumps behavior. Is the only yep. sport that really sticks it to the player like they should for any type of domestic violence, whether you're a convicted or not. You're, not, you're losing time, serious I, time. I think Seattle's the best city for them, too, because, you know, they love their football team. Um, any, it is it, the best team. Yeah. And it's a, you know, and it's a dome stadium. Yep. And he got a team. I mean, because, what, you know, 914 years old, so he's going to retire soon. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to live his life out like he wants. He's going to collapse on the field, and, you know, God bless him, that's where he wants to die at. Because he's not leaving. He's like Brady. I'm not leaving. I want another year. Okay, I'm going to come out in my walker, in my wheelchair, and I'm calling plays. But that's the best place for him to go in Seattle. This is You're going to get a 25-year-old top five quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good get for anybody. If your organization healthy. can deal with the blowback of everything he's allegedly done, then of course. He's well, what? it's better for him to be in a smaller market there we go. than to go to a bigger market. But let's look at the other teams you have the option of going to. Carolina, I don't want to play there. They yeah. don't really have anything. Nope. New Orleans, you have Michael Thomas, and you don't have Sean Payton, the engineer of the team. Miami, they just said somebody just signed with them to back mm-hmm. up to it. Where else is he going to go? New York Giants? No. The Giants are in the mix. That's too big of a market, man. But they were in the mix for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Now, would they go ahead and take their two number ones, which is a five and an eight, and add a number one next year and say, okay, we're going to just go ahead and take the chance on the Sean Watson? Me, personally, if they can survive the blowback in New York. New Yorkers are the thickest fans in the world. Mm -hmm. They don't care what you did. You're winning? I don't care. You blow up a building? But did you get me 48 points yesterday? Okay, that's good. I think they're the second worst to Chicago. Chicago's no, fans no, are just No, no, no. Philly's the worst because Philly, Philly throws yeah. snowballs at Santa Claus. Oh, he threw batteries. At batteries and everything else. Yeah. You know, All right, and Lenny. I've seen Philly out. I've been to Philly games where I've seen New York pretzel vendors burning down the carts of Philly pretzel vendors outside the stadium. I mean, well, that's just capitalism, isn't it? <laughs> No, but you're not going to see that in too many cities. A friend of the but show, Lenny, he went off Orleans, today. They, Lenny, thanks for the call, buddy. We're up against it. That's a Lenny segment right there. Yeah, he was going in. I yeah, told he, you. He went we have, off. We have a lot to talk about A today. lot to talk about today. Yeah. All right, more goat talk when we get back. You listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. <laughs> Let's try that again. Welcome back to Duke City. Listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 The Sports Animal. We wouldn't be who we are without our partners and sponsors in the community, and one of my favorites is i9 Sports. Make sure you go to i9sports.com and search Chapter 280. you got a kid who's curious about sports, who wants to get some after-school activities. They can provide the support for you. The MLB lockout lasted longer than Tom Brady's retirement. 
And we've been promising to talk Tom Brady all show, and we haven't done it yet. And now I'm going to make you wait one more segment, because in studio, spoken word director. Is being in studio a big deal? Does that help the credibility of the show? Fill fill in at KKOB, all things everything, A24 fanboy, mustache aficionado. Are you still upset that short yeah, to work he yeah. complimented my mustache in front of you? Yes, I am. Yeah. It burns forever. I tell everybody that. Think of what was your name? I'm Big Jared Hart. You remember Pat McAfee complimented my mustache. <laughs> was that, oh, you're the Pat McAfee compliment. Oh, you're the Pat McAfee compliment guy. Okay, okay. You didn't talk to anybody else. I remember you. Uh I can talk Brady. Jared Hart is in the house. Brady? Round of applause, Jared Hart. Welcome right. to the show, buddy buddy. Low bar for the So, Jared, applause. you were telling me a story during the break, and I was like, save it. Save it for the air. Yeah. This is going to be on air, because you just became a tennis fan. So, I'm not there yet. Okay. Uh, You're tennis curious. So, a uh, buddy, a friend wanted to have his birthday party, and they call it the fifth major, Indian Wells. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this room, I said, you might remember that Naomi Osaka, somebody shouted, you're a loser at her, and she... Melted down, which is hard to believe. That's not her M.O. Uh-huh. Uh, I happen to be at that match, uh, and I am a huge fan. Like, okay. Fan of public meltdowns. Well, I also saw a guy break a racket, and I'll tell you. Okay. If tennis would have a one-day racket-a-day policy where someone had to break a racket because they were going to lose, I would be all in on that sport. Well, I think that's the all pace in. Jimmy Connors was on. Yeah. So, th- listen, those guys... Okay, can I set this up for you? Yes. Please. There are... Maybe there's eight courts, and there are eight, sometimes eight games going on at the same time. Matches. Right. Excuse me. Excuse me. Eight matches happening matches. at the same time. And for 50 bucks, you get a, a grounds pass. Like, I don't know if you guys have paid for tickets to sporting events. Like, 50 bucks ain't bad. That's giving it away. Uh, yeah, that's like a step above baseball. Because baseball, to me, is the best ticket you can get. Sure. Super cheap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and like the, cheap. the stuff here was like a little too expensive. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, like the, the, the beers were a little more than – it's also California, so I don't know. Maybe no, uh, it was just California. Uh, California yep. plus yep. tennis. But I couldn't go to the big matches. So a- Andy Murray was playing – like that match was an additional – like those seats were two or three or $400 uh, to go see. Ah. Uh, but I could go to any other match. Any other one. Right. And or you could just roaming around. You come and go. They, don't yeah. let, they only let you in at certain times. You know, you can't just walk in. Tennis is very quiet. They're very serious. That place is like, like pin drop quiet mm-hmm. when they're when they're playing. And if your cell phone goes off, they'll stop the match. Like if somebody's about to oh, serve, yeah, like see. somebody's phone will go off, and they're like, "Excuse me, you just reminded me to hold, my please." Phone. Okay, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I got no. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, "Oh, I do got notifications off." <laughs> got there at eleven. We got some food. Murray was already playing, and we were like, "All right, let's see what's going on." Practice court. You can walk right up to him. And I didn't leave until ten o'clock at night. Oh my! Wow. And like every, it was just delightful. So for like the plebeians like you, like do they like tailgate Andy Murray and Ooh. then go watch the other ones later? Um so it seems like if you're of the place where a $300 ticket doesn't scare you, mm. you're going to all of those games and yeah, you didn't I, walk past me and my friends in our lowbrow oh, okay, cheap yeah. seat. Uh, but okay. uh, but I'll say that the, the the other matches like Naomi Osaka was not in the main one. Like I mean, she had, uh, I think, played the day before, yeah. and she had played in the main one. But that, like, you know, Murray might be playing in one of the smaller venues the next day because you only have one 
uh, showcase game. My point was, I don't really know that much about tennis. I get the yellow ball, hit it. That's I understood yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the mechanics. I knew that they hit it fast. <laughs> right? Like, I'd always heard. They hit a tennis ball, like, yeah. super quick. And I saw guys serving. Like, I saw a guy finally hit 130, like, about yeah. halfway through a match. And then I went to another guy, Riley Opelka, and he was consistently serving 144, 146. Oh, yeah. Just every time he touched the ball, it was going 140 miles an hour. That's hard to even see. That is yes. bananas. More or less hit back in yeah. a court. And I also realize why the ball is neon yellow. Uh-huh. For that very reason. So they can see it, yeah. But also think about it. Something's going, is going 140 miles an hour, and you have to adjust to the direction of that thing. Like, that is just... So I learned a, what I learned, of not just respect for tennis, because, like, tennis is on, like, in the background of the house while I'm cleaning. Like, you know, I don't go up and turn it off. It's not a great TV sport, but there is no sport. This is my new hot take. There's no sport that attracts... Billions of people worldwide. Right. That is not a delightful thing to attend in person. In person. There's a reason yes. that for that tennis or cricket or golf or all these things that I would never watch on TV. There's a reason that billions of people like this thing. It's the atmosphere. And, yeah, and it's not yeah. because that thing is boring. Yeah, like that thing might be boring on TV. Hockey is the opposite. Hockey, or I guess uh, hockey fall, falls into it. Hockey is so. Okay on TV and so good yeah. live. Yes, I was very surprised the first time I went to a professional hockey game. It's I was like, what? Is this is what it is? Yes. Yeah. And none of that communicates. Yeah. I think tennis is the same. You are so close you can hear them talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we watched a doubles match where the guy went, oh, man, that's my pet peeve to the, the guy he was playing with and then kind of whispered. I was like, wait, I want to know what his pet oh, peeve was. Pet peeve? <laughs> I mean, you're, it's so intimate. You can hear their sh- like you can hear them talk. You, the, the way they hit the ball, it's so much smaller. When you're in, at, a, at an NFL game, you are so far away. Oh, yeah. You yeah. are not a part of it. And I've been on sideline mm-hmm. stuff for NFL games, and it's not because it's so much louder because, again, you can always tell the rich people sports because you got to be real quiet when it's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm a poor person sport guy. Like, I want to lose my voice <laughs> by the first. Well, yeah, yeah you, you don't have a voice by the time the game starts. So that's the thing. If you're going <laughs> I, from, I didn't buy three $20 beers to hush, hush <laughs> over here. <laughs> Listen, if you're going to a sporting event from 11 in the morning until 10 at night, yeah. you can't scream through it. you got to save your – got to do a lot Good of point. this. Yeah. Oh. Oh? <laughs> Excellent return. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say the the – Again, the best moment was the guy breaking the racket. But in that game, so the judges are international and they're well-trained. The judge sounded like he was like threatening James Bond every time he would like say the score. <laughs> so he was always like, 30, love. <laughs> it's like every time he went up, he was like, point, match, Benoit. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Like it sounded like the next words out of his mouth were going to be, Mr. Bond. Touche, <laughs> So, okay, now are you sport curious about anything else now yeah now that you have this newfound respect for live tennis are you like you know what now i gotta try out something else it's cricket next uh, okay i'll say if somebody's like hey we're, we're all going to cricket for for van's 41st birthday yeah it's like, eh, but i would have done that anyway that's why i ended up here yeah. like yeah. i ended up here because <laughs> i'm always down for like a, a weird well when you when you say it like that i'm gonna go because i know van's more than likely gonna end up naked yeah, right. it's just I mean, gonna, be, it's gonna run out there with a twelve-hour sporting event. Yes, Van is definitely gonna, he's gonna be. At some he's point gonna undress, run around somewhere. Security's, hey, if it yeah. wasn't for the respect I have for Shannon Hawkes and the Hispano Chamber of Commerce, oh, I, no. I would have got loose on, on Saturday no. too. Yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't such an respectful organization, I probably would have got a little nudified. <laughs> One last thing. Okay, uh, the Naomi Osaka, you suck, Naomi guy that yelled at or whatever mm-hmm. 
I was surprised, and I didn't didn't think about it until that happened. Again, I didn't know what was happening. We knew that she was talking to the, I don't know, lifeguard, whoever sits in like the little box. <laughs> the lifeguard. I assume. <laughs> I don't know. But she was talking to the guy, and it was like, you know, we couldn't figure out what happened. But there is not a, it's, nobody yells negative things in tennis. It's all like, you know, yeah. come, on, come on, come on, yeah. no, you yeah. can, hey, Got get him, go, come on, Riley. Yeah. None nice of it's leg. like, you suck. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> it was me. all just come on, let's go. None of it was 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 you suck, and I was like, this does not feel like my native Philadelphia games where no. we we do not root for anything. Yeah. we root specifically against and throw things. many many things. Y'all would throw the racket at the player. Uh, <laughs> I, you bring was, your own racket. That was Philly. Somebody would have run on the court and taken that racket. Oh man, it's and happened. they would have had to chase him. Oh, it's happened. That guarantee would have happened in yeah. Philly. I want to see like, you know, the waste management open. To golf, if oh. uh, something is going to be like that for tennis eventually. Well, well there's it, one rowdy, crazy isn't it, tournament. Isn't where, it the U.S. Open kind of like that when they do it in New York? New York gets like yeah, that. they get like that, but it's not anything close to the waste management. Well, no. also to be clear, golf yeah. doesn't. Golf is very not okay with what they're doing to it. No, no, golf no, has been trying to stop this forever. No. no, they embrace it now because it's so wildly popular. But you're right. Mm-hmm. For years, oh, they were trying decades. to shut it down. Yeah. Two decades, like people started showing up. dozens yes. of people out. Yeah. Like it used they tried to be a, not sell beer at certain ones. Yeah, yeah. Right. it used to be a badge of honor to get kicked out of the waste management open. I don't know how. I, and now they encourage that kind of behavior. Know, you kill a guy, and the waste management open would just like, hey, hey. Couple more of those, hey. <laughs> and we're not going to tolerate that much this longer. This body's not going to dispose of itself here, Scott. <laughs> Get out. Also, here. waste management open next year, same weekend as the Super Bowl. Yep. Oh, in, in Phoenix. Phoenix. Yep. It's going to be, be good one. bananas. Yep. Good luck flying out of that town. I'll probably just drive Monday morning. It's mm-hmm. going to be a mess. You know what we should do? Who's we? We should take an RV. Oh, that with would our be nice. friends at Chisholm Trail RV. What Aaron Chisholm does for the community is just awesome to be a part of and she was also at the Noche Encantada on Saturday supporting the Hispano Chamber of Commerce and we can't sell hard enough what they do in the community and we're so proud to be partners and sponsors with Chisholm Trail RV the future RV sponsor of us going to the Super Bowl and Waste Management Open next year. You you think you're going to be able to park that somewhere? (laughs) I can't even imagine. It's a lot of of desert out there. You just drive somewhere (laughs) just just blank. Parallel park between two cactus. Look at Google Maps if there's no lights you can probably park an RV there. Cover the Super Bowl, go out in the desert, cook a little meth, a little (laughs) dual purpose trip. (laughs) All right, we'll finally talk about the GOAT when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Any real estate questions you have, make sure you hit up our friend, friend of Albuquerque, John Lopez. The GOAT is back. Tom Brady spent 30 days with his family (laughs) and was like, no. I can't handle this. Where's Gronk? The MLB lockout lasted longer than Tom Brady's retirement. Tom Brady's retirement was like 37 days. You kind of knew this, though. Remember when the story first broke? It wasn't from him. It was from people in his camp. Right. And the first thing he said was, whoa, hold up. I didn't say this. And and to me, like, he's been saying for years that he's going to play until he sucks. And, and don't. 
with his diet and exercise and preparation regimen, I don't see why he wouldn't just ride this thing till the wheels fall off. Yeah. Keep patting all those records, like get some more rings, like make his numbers even more untouchable. What also, if he's having fun and he's healthy, go crazy. What also helps is he's in a trash division. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saints lost their coach. Their quarterback situation is crazy. Panthers, they're the Panthers. Atlanta, they're Atlanta. So it's like, hey, I'm going to win some games. You don't want to see Brady in the playoffs, so why not come back and try to win? And you go, you got a softer path in the NFC. The AFC's a gauntlet. I wouldn't want to go through the AFC. Now it's just Rodgers and Stafford in your way. Yeah. Why not go to Green Bay? We can see. We know we can go there and beat them. (laughs) That's what they're saying. Can you imagine if he dropped that bomb yesterday right in the middle of the selection Sunday? Oh. Yeah. Kind of did. Actually, he did, yeah. As long as he – Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. Bucks coach Bruce Arians on Tom Brady coming out of retirement. Two words. Total excitement. I bet. And do you have – and look, this is – this is how much Tom Brady's got it on lockdown. Let me tell you how, how much Tom Brady's got it on lockdown. The NFL champs ex, Bridget Moynihan, who is also the mother to the 14-year-old son, John, shared on her own Instagram, thank God I had no idea what I was going to do with my Sundays. She captioned a March 13th photo of the news. Congratulations, Tom Brady. So proud of you. Tom Brady's got it on lock so bad. His Man. ex used to sit around every Sunday and watch him play. Jeez. Of course he's coming back. Yeah. Of course he's coming Did back. Did he ever retire, really? See, that's my thing. Because I always thought that he was going to try to be, like, the prototype for the future of the NFL. Like, this is the standard. Mm-hmm. And he already is. Yeah. But especially, like, as he ages and becomes, you know, a mid-40s quarterback, which no one's ever been successful Brett Favre was a shell of himself. Joe Montana was yeah. a shell of himself. Yeah. He's the only one to do it at this high of a level at this point in the career. So why not just keep going? Why not ride it till the wheels fall off? So do Play you, until you're not having fun. Do you think with him, winning is like a curse, though? Because say, say he comes back, well, he is coming back, and he wins the Super Bowl. A lot of us are going to say, okay, Tom, ride off into the sunset. But Tom's like, I might can get 10. Yeah. Why the hell not? Just keep going. Man. Play until it's not any fun. Play until you suck. There we go. Play until you can't hold your starting job. Set every record. Demolish yes. every record. Make every record untouchable. There we go. Well, we know what his number one priority in life is playing football. Not the kids, not the... <laughs> yeah, those kids, they can raise themselves. <laughs> it's like, I give you guys the money to raise yourselves. They got multiple nannies. Yeah, oh, what? Yeah, so they got multiple nannies. Yes. One hour in the books, Van Nunley and Robert Buck D. Gibson with you today. And, of course, super producer Mike Vital on the ones and twos behind the glass. More sports-adjacent content. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. One hour in the books, Duke City. Two to go. Your boy Van Nunley here, sitting across from me, Robert Buck D. Gibson, sitting across the glass, 
super producer Mike Vital. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, Robert. Have you ever been in fear of a dork? Never. Has a huge dork ever scared you? Never. No? Never. I think maybe Robert Oppenheimer is one. It's kind of scary what he did historically. Elon Musk today. Oh, well, that's different. Challenged Vladimir Putin to single man-on-man combat. You didn't say an uber-rich dork. That's a difference. Like billionaire criminal mastermind. (laughs) Should be Batman, but he's a loser. Mm -hmm. I hereby challenge, (laughs) and I quote, this is Elon Musk, not Van Nunley. I hereby challenge Vladimir Putin to single combat. Stakes are Ukraine. And I love that in the tweet he put the uh, the Russian characters. Yes, because it... Yeah. I'm glad you could uh, translate this. Yeah. Because those words look nothing like... I'm just assuming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just assuming it says Vladimir Putin. Because yeah. I have no idea. It looks like a B, a backwards R, a normal A... And then like a robot A. <laughs> backwards in. Backwards in. A normal M. Mm-hmm. Another backwards in. And like a slightly enlarged lowercase P. Let's let's let me put it in the little And then the last name is a pull up bar, then a Y, and then a shrunken down capital T, another backwards in and a normal H. I'm pretty sure that means Vladimir Putin. Yes, it does. I put it in the, the <laughs> Google engine. Paste it. I sure did. <laughs> and that's exactly what comes up. Okay, so there's a big age difference here. Yeah. About a 20-year age difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elon Musk is a little bigger, a little yep. taller, a little longer. That's all I need to know. So you're there's just going, no weapons, you're nothing, just going straight uh, age and yeah. size? Age and size. You're big just size. going age and size? Yeah. And there's no telling what. Elon Musk has hooked up inside of his body. Yeah. It's not like he goes through TSA. Sure. There's no telling. He got go-go gadget machete, like, stuck up <laughs> yeah. in his forearm? Yeah. Okay. Well, Vladimir Putin's the kind of guy that, you know, ex-head of the KGB, mm. uh, he probably knows, like, all the like the secret parts on your neck. Like, you just, like, thump them and they'll fall over and die kind of thing. Would this be... MMA rules, or will this be boxing? I don't know. The tweet just says single combat. Single combat to me is MMA. It's MMA. That's just all out. No holds barred. Yeah. No genitals, no eyes. Yeah. Everything else goes. I got, I hate to say it, man, but I got Putin in this one. You do? I got Putin in this one. Oh, man. Apparently, Elon Musk is trained in a little jujitsu. You're going off of what their faces look like, huh? <laughs> Putin looks just mean. looks meaner. Yeah, Putin looks mean. Did you see that picture of Putin from a few days ago? He is not looking good. No, I didn't. War, see. war has affected his health big time. He's like all gassy and bloated. Oh, he is. Look how yeah. big his face is. He got one of them like uh, turkey gobblers now. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have one of those two weeks ago. It's a face that's had a lot of nights with vodka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Can't live off 
vodka and borscht and war forever. Well, and also, you know, he, he don't know who to trust over there. Everybody's not on board what he's got going on in his own country. And, and this Elon Musk versus Vladimir Putin, like, I hope it actually turns into something, which yeah. it won't. Yeah. It won't. It's a publicity stunt by Elon Musk, who loves trolling us, loves trolling the Internet. Anything for a LOL, Elon Musk is down for. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who I want to lose worse. <laughs> Vladimir Putin, the guy who's invading a peaceful country as we speak. Okay. Or Elon Musk, the richest guy in the world, who has taken zero steps to become Batman whatsoever. He is a coward. <laughs> if I had if I had that much money, I would one hundred percent become Batman That's... or at least attempt to become Batman. Wait a minute. I think the bar is low at Batman. What do you mean? If you got the money he has with the technology today, let me be Iron Man. Iron or something. Man? Yeah. Step it up. Yeah, step okay. it up. I know somebody's going to be mad and say Iron Man's not better than Batman, but to me he is. They're both just rich dudes. They're rich guys. They're rich dudes that need another hobby. Yeah. He's way Elon more Musk. Iron Man. He's he, way more Iron Man. He likes the ladies. He like okay. He, you know what I mean? He's a little more Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. He likes a limelight. Yeah. His weird brain implants. Mm-hmm. Okay, Iron Man, fine. You never attempted to become Iron Man, you coward. <laughs> 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. If Mikey gives you the pass, we'll put you on. And right now we're putting on Mailman. What's happening, guy? Happy Mitch Trubisky Day! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I, uh... Robert Friday. I'm, I'm still pissed off at you, Robert. I hope I don't see you in the father shop no time soon. What did I do to you? catching your knife. What did I do to you? your knife. What did I do to you, man, man? What you did was you got my taste buds salivating like you had some breaking news on Friday. And then I had to hear on the Zach Dumfrey show that goes on after after you guys go off. This the Steelers have no interest in signing uh uh, 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 Mr. 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 I can't get enough massage. Oh. <laughs> and I said, huh. Said, Robert wasn't going to announce that, was he? Hey, but, you, uh, they, Pittsburgh needs hey, to hire me. Need That's what they should have way. What's up? Uh, I'll eat my dinner on Sunday. I'll eat my dinner. I glance over at the damn TV, and I said, dang, that look like a red symbol with a horse on it. Put my glasses on. It said New Mexico State Aggies. I said, I'd be damned. <laughs> I said, I got to put up with Vitali now. Come on, man. <laughs> this dude. You're not the having a good weekend. can't even buy a seat at the table. And that pathetic conference that his Aggies play in can't help but to get in. This is ridiculous. Right, so you're not happy for our little brother down south? We're all New Hell Mexico, no. baby. We're all New Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I, no, 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 because I still got a pile of hair sitting in your studio. So, no, <laughs> no, freaking Aggies. Well, I got to. 
loyal listener already knows, but I got to play Switzerland in this because I went to both colleges. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Uh huh. So I root for both of them, and I'm a big New Mexico guy. So well, you I'm, I'm always some good rooting for New Mexico. Chili down there without having to drive too far to get it, and you can walk through somebody's field and pick. Yeah, that's true. I used to, uh, mailman, you're gonna like this little behind the scenes story right here. I used to live in this farmhouse on the outskirts of Las Cruces, and right mm-hmm. behind us, um, we were right at the T of these two farms. One grew onions and one grew green chili, and we'd have parties out at the the farmhouse, and everyone would get high, and everyone would have a craving for sour cream and onion chips. <laughs> it would not uh-huh. fail. Every single party we threw, somebody would have a little jazz cabbage and have to run to the grocery <laughs> store and get sour cream and onion chips because my yard smelled like sour cream and onion chips 24-7. I'm shocked y'all didn't just bust open a pot of green chili stew back there. I mean, you are on the farmhouse. Ain't like you ain't got no meat to throw in there. So, Well, I'm pretty sure the uh, statute of limitations have passed, <laughs> but I would definitely walk out in my backyard and pick some freshies every once in a while. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay, mailman, um, you taking this trade. Mitch Trubisky, two first rounds, two second rounds for Deshaun Watson. Hell no. You'd rather have Mitch? I'm going there. At first, I didn't know how I felt about it. And I still don't know how I feel about it. But he's not costing us no money. So, I mean, if he not going, we're not going to have to pay that much for him. See, and it's all right, I guess, for Mel, two years. Mel, man, that's... I agree. They should have did something two years ago when Ben first got hurt. They should have did something two years ago. But they didn't do it. So now they make the fan base suffer. Now, so I'm going to see, because uh, Robert's arch enemy and Joy Taylor says that his stats are better than uh, what we could have got. And I said, okay, uh, maybe I need to rethink this, because the Steelers fans was in a uproar today. I mean, the internet was. We almost shut the internet down today when they made that trade. Well, the thing is, now you got to spend money now. This cheap way of not breaking the bank to get the best players isn't working. You either got to spend or you're going to continue losing. Look, man, everybody ain't the damn Rams. All right? Get up. I ain't see I ain't see you out there if you was from Warren's trying to raise some money for a team. Hey. Man, we might as well be out there. All we got is some steel pots out there we <laughs> digging in. Look, Mr. Rooney ain't dropping no case like that. Exactly. And just cause your and just cause your Rams saw uh I mean your uh Chargers saw the Rams do it. Yeah. Y'all decide we could do it too. Hey we could do it too. It's a copycat league. Hey, I bet you don't work. I bet it don't. Well, hey, we got a way better chance than Trubisky. I know that much. Uh, that's all right. Y'all spent all that damn money. It ain't going nowhere. Uh-huh. I, I'm going I'm to put my boy, um, uh, uh, I'm going to put my boy, uh, uh, Russell Wilson on you. He going to deal with you. Get him, Russell. <laughs> oh, mailman, thanks for the call. Oh, thanks Russell for being a friend of the show. And, uh, Mailman, welcome to the Trubisky era in Pittsburgh. 
I thought Pittsburgh would be like the perfect landing spot for Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. That's an organization you don't mess around in. You got a black head coach. Yeah. You got his friend already and Brian Flores on the coaching staff. Yeah. I thought they, I mean, defense they had to deal with yeah. Ben's impropriety earlier right. in his career. Like they, they know how to handle it already. So I thought the Steelers would have been the perfect landing spot, but they don't want that stain on that reputation after they just got rid of Big Ben. They're like, okay, it was bring in another one, I guess. Well, uh, actually, more than that, A.B., Antonio Brown. Sure, sure, yep. More sports-adjacent talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are not at O'Neill's this week. Mikey, you know why? March Madness. Excellent guess, there but you're go. wrong. You're wrong. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> it's St. Patty's Day. You don't need the boys at O'Neill's on St. Patty's Day. Oh, man. St. O'Neill's is St. Patty's Day. So if you're trying to get loose and celebrate on Thursday, O'Neill's, whether it's Knob Hill or in the Heights, is your spot. And we'll be back at O'Neill's in the Heights next Thursday. And we'll be swapping Thursdays every week after that. We love O'Neill's and we love, they support our friend in the community, Kim Kirshen and Locker 505, as they continue to do amazing things for the Albuquerque community, helping clothe kids in need. So shout out to them and shout out to friend of the show, O'Neill's. Quarterback carousel continues. Packers got their guy. Aaron Rodgers is back. It looks like he's going to do four more years in Green Bay and then re-up again after that, see how he feels. But it looks like he's going to play the rest of his career in Green Bay and retire a Packer. Packer fans, except for the only one Super Bowl trophy. Besides that, everyone is very happy. But does he have a receiver to throw to, Buck? Ooh. Devontae Adams said that he is going to turn down the franchise tag and the Packers did some financial finagling, and they're still over the salary cap. They can't afford Devontae Adams. I thought they would have had this already taken care of before even doing Aaron Rodgers' contract. Right. I thought they would have that in place. They would have sat Devontae down. like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Here's how the chips are going to fall. Well, let's get him, then you're next. Looks like they just kind of forgot about him. It was like, we're going all in with Rodgers. All in with Rodgers. And then, hey, remember us? He wasn't going for it. He wasn't going for it at all. And with what Christian Kirk got paid oh today? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God, Devontae's going to get paid wherever he goes. Yeah. Christian Kirk got four years, $72 million for a number two wide receiver. Christian Kirk going to Jacksonville to play with Trevor Lawrence. Four years, $72 million, could be as high as $84 million. Ooh. As high as $21 million a year for a number two wide receiver. If Christian Kirk can get up to 84 Devontae yeah. should get $30 million a year. Yep. Who's, who's worth more than Devontae Adams in this league? You mean out of the free agents? 
Yeah, free agent. Wide receivers? Wide receivers, period. Who should make more than Devontae Adams? Nobody. Well, well, okay. If we're going to just say wide receivers across the board and not just free agent wide receivers, you got to go. There's only a couple. Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup, maybe. I think that's where it ends. Yeah? I think that's where it ends. Julio Jones got paid a few years ago. I'm really Christian uh, Kirk's old teammate in Arizona. He got paid, but I don't see with Aaron Rodgers getting paid like he got paid. How are you going to convince Devontae Adams to sign a, a friendly uh, hometown deal? Yeah, nah, you can't. And he's 29 as well. He's got to get paid right now. So that's kind of. Well, DeAndre Hopkins got paid $27.5 million. DeAndre Hopkins and, is the highest paid. He and makes yeah, 27 a year. And I think yeah. Devontae's a little better this past year than Oh, that. yeah. I mean, but even Devontae's last deal was 20 a year. So, I mean, that's $7 million more a year for him to be the highest paid. So it's it's DeAndre Hopkins and Julio in front of him. That's it, yeah. And he's better than both of them. Yeah. Chris Godwin, Mike Thomas, your boy Mike Williams, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, and then the aforementioned Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, and DeAndre Hopkins. You know, Cooper Cup's got to be up there soon. Oh, yeah. He's earned his. But I don't see – okay, this kind of upsets me a little bit and a long list of things that upset me about Aaron Rodgers – is he sees the playbook. He knows what the GOAT does. Mm-hmm. The GOAT takes a discount, surrounds himself with more talent, and keeps winning in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers first said he's mad at the Packers organization because he couldn't help in personnel decisions. They said, okay, we'll bring you into the fold. Who would you like to get? Nobody, because you got to pay me all the money you had laying around anyways. So you can't participate in personnel decisions because you can't get any personnel because the whole books are wrapped up in your contract. Okay, this makes a whole lot of sense now. I don't know if you remember the tweet that he put out after it was announced that he was coming back to Green Bay where he was saying, hey, the numbers being disclosed, that's not true. Do you think that was to kind of throw off Devontae? Could be. Yeah. It could be. The numbers are correct. He just didn't want Devontae to be like, bruh. Bruh. What, what, what's left for me? What about your boy? <laughs> that makes a whole lot of sense now. Devontae's going to get paid. Devontae deserves to get paid. He should be the highest paid wide receiver. You gotta, he's got to be the highest paid wide receiver right along the highest paid quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to put like a eight or ten year deal, like something crazy, you just – in the contract right when Rodgers' contract ends. You make him the highest-paid receiver for four years. Sometime in that four-year span, some talented young wide receiver is going to make more money than you. I'm really curious to see where Deshaun Watson goes because now that the charges were dropped, his criminal charges, he's got to face more civil cases now. Yeah. But the criminal charges were dropped. Do you think the NFL will uh, punish him? I think it depends on how much info they can get, hmm. how much data they can get on that situation. Right. 
Because they could. They've done it before. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go unscathed. I don't see him starting uh, week one. Yeah. He'll be with a team, but I don't, th- I don't, I don't see him starting. They're going to they're gonna punish him. They have to. And I think they will. I mean, whether it's four games and then you settle for two games or whatever, but you get, you get back in there. Yeah. Like, I would take 15 games of Deshaun Watson over 17 games of about 20 other NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> Even with the perversion, like when has that stopped somebody super talented? Antonio Brown keeps getting chances. Yeah. Adrian Peterson keeps getting more chances. Ben Roethlisberger got a bunch of more chances. Like AB may be his receiver. Sure, maybe. Why not? Deshaun he's, Watson's receiver. He's still talented. Yeah. Antonio Brown's going to get another chance too. Most definitely. Aaron Rodgers is a Packer. Tom Brady's back on the Bucks. Matthew Stafford is still on the Rams. That's the the class of the NFC, right? Those got to be the three highest odds to get right back there. Yeah, there's. I don't see any other. Who else in is that a big conference? challenger? Trey Lance and the Niners. Nah, I don't see. I think Brady just saw Aaron Rodgers' super easy road to the NFC Championship game, and was like, "No, I want that." Yeah. I want to give me that. I can knock him off. My division might be even softer than his division. <laughs> Everyone else is going to the AFC. Yeah. Why not just be Brady Rogers again in the NFC championship? One thing that Brady did that I love that he did was let everyone know I'm going to be with Tampa Bay because it was so much speculation. He's going to the 49ers. He's going here. He's going there. And that wouldn't have surprised me at all. I mean, no. that was his childhood team. And that's another thing he gets to screw over Rodgers for. That was Rodgers' childhood favorite team, too. So he's like, I'm going to win one with these guys. And you're going to be 0-5 starting next year Mm -hmm. with the fifth loss against the GOAT. All right, MLB Hot Stove, when we get back, you're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. program in question is Two Men On. We start our days every day at the YMCA. I felt bad because I missed this morning, but I'll be right back there tomorrow to get my swole on, son. It's a great place to start your day. It's a great place to spend your day. It's a great place to take your kids. It's a great place for sports leagues. It's just a great place. Now, do you go there on the weekends or just Monday through Friday? Just Monday through Friday. That's tough to do, don't you think? I mean, if you've had a long night or you've been out late at night and... Got to get up early. Robert, he's speaking directly to me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I like how he tried to generalize it. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. He just left, you yeah. just left his name out of the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> what, see, what, what he was asking me is, is it hard to stay consistent with your crippling alcoholism? <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he's saying right now. Now, we start every day at the YMCA. It's a lot of fun, a lot of support, and just the greatest people doing great things for the community, and I love it. I mean, consistency is the hardest part about fitness, right? You got to show up every day. You got to do it no matter how little you want to do it. Bum, 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 bum. The hot stove is heating up. Breaking news. Cincinnati Reds send sluggers Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez to the Mariners. Wow. For four minor league players. I don't have the rankings Mm -hmm. of these four minor league players, but they have to be good. Yeah. Because the Mariners 
are getting an absolute stud in Jesse Winker. All-star. And 505-246-0610, are there any Seattle Mariners fans in Albuquerque? I don't think I know one. If you are one, call in and tell me about these prospects that you gave up because they got to get they got to be really good yeah. to pry Jesse Winker out of the Cincinnati Reds' hands. Didn't the Reds trade Sonny Gray, too? Reds traded yeah. Sonny Gray. Yeah, I mean, they they got some really good pieces that, you know, they lost um, Nick Cassianos. Nick Cassianos is a stud bat. He's a free agent. They traded Sonny Gray. It looks like an all-out fire sale yeah. in Cincinnati. Dumping everybody. And surprise, surprise, Cincinnati's been on the cheap since they won the series 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. They're just taking that revenue-sharing money and just putting it right in their pocket. Yeah, he, he, Castellani should be embarrassed for what he's doing, giving away good players so the, so the fans in the area can't go and see him. That, that's embarrassing. Yeah, and he knows uh, Cincinnati is a big sports town. He knows uh, you know, that area of the country loves baseball, loves their Reds. Yeah, with the history that team and that organization has, for them to have this as their product year after year after year. Mediocrity. <laughs> Absolute mediocrity every year. And the NL Central might be the softest in all of baseball. I mean, that's the most winnable division in baseball. If the Reds really wanted to, they could throw a couple bucks together, get some pieces, and win that division and go to the playoffs. But it seems like they're set on not spending any money ever again. How would you like to be a fan of that team where you're already out of it? It hasn't even started. Well, I went through it with the Astros for five years when they were doing their rebuild. Worst team in baseball for five years in a row, and I hung with them. And hopefully, Reds fan, you'll have your moment sometime down the road. It just just doesn't make sense to me why they're doing this because, okay, I understood why the Cubs did it. Hey, they won. You know, they, they had a lot of veteran players. They wanted to start over. The Reds, eh, there's no reasoning. And they got some pieces. Like, they could really compete if you add yeah. another arm and another bat to the Reds roster a couple weeks ago. Well, first off, you'd have to bring back Castellanos yeah. and, and get another piece. But with the uh, designated hitter in the National League now, that some of these lineups are going to be looking way more formidable when you don't have that hole at the end of your lineup and you've got mm-hmm. a big bat in the middle right. to add to it. The Rockies apparently are aggressively pursuing Chris Bryant, and I don't know why he yeah. would consider Colorado. I mean, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Just like the Reds are doing now, the Rockies can't keep like just dipping one toe into the water. They either need to go for it, like really go for it, or blow the whole thing up and start from scratch. So I don't see why Chris Bryant would want to go to, to Colorado when he – is already a veteran. He's already a world champion. He's already an MVP. Yeah, I, I don't see Colorado just leapfrogging the Dodgers and seeing what the Giants did last year. Padres still, maybe, even though Tatis is hurt. The Astros are apparently going to have to go after Carlos Correa again, which I would like to see as long as it doesn't break the bank. Uh, Nationals are signing Nelson Cruz. Yeah, I don't. Under- Old man Cruz. I don't understand that move for Nelson <laughs> Cruz. I figured he would sign 
Dodgers, Padres, yeah. Yankees, somebody who's got a chance to go deep into the playoffs, but he likes what they're doing in Washington and I think it'd be pretty sweet to hit behind Juan Soto. Oh man. So I don't I wouldn't mind that. And he's still got his power. Oh yeah, he's a, he'll be good for a few more years. Yeah. He's the ageless wonder, man. But I want to go back to Carlos though. What's what do you think is holding him up? Because you know, he's the crown jewel in, in all of players to be signed in MLB. Well, I've been seeing that some people, some experts are saying, hey, it might be better to just get him on a one-year deal. I'm not sure that's what he wants. No, he wants to break the bank. Yeah. He wants to break Francisco Lindor's shortstop record. The problem with Carlos Correa and why he's not going to get a big deal unless you can backload the numbers and do a lot of interest down the road is because in his six years, mm-hmm. no no shortstop has had more war, wins above replacement per game, than Carlos Correa. So one way to look at it is he's the best friggin' shortstop in baseball. Right. The other way to look at it, in his six full professional years, he has only played more than 140 games twice. Ah, there we go. So he's fragile. There we go. He gets little nicks all the time. He's perpetually hurt. He had, besides Shohei Otani, last year the most war wins above replacement in all of baseball. So obviously that's going to attract a bunch of buyers saying like, hey, you're the best position player last year. Mm-hmm. We want you on our team for years and years to come, but you're a liability. So I say you give Carlos Correa a nice chunk of guaranteed money and have just tons of incentives right. for games played MVP votes, mm-hmm. all-star nods, gold gloves, et cetera, et cetera. That one-year deal just didn't make sense to me because I'm like, no, this guy's in his prime. Like that's, It may have been a, a, a lucrative one-year deal, but still he wants stability. Yeah, I think Altuve has four more years left on his current contract, maybe five. I say the Astros do a front-loaded contract, pay him like $40 million a year, and then have it decrease over the life of the contract, and you wrap up that middle infield for your contention window. You got Altuve and Correa, mm-hmm. second base and shortstop, and you know you're competitive every single year throughout that contract. Who do you have as the winner so far from what we've seen? Uh, to me, from you know, I'm not as a big as a baseball fan as you are. I do keep up with it, um, especially since you know they're able to play now. The Mets, that's the team that's been I'm, – I'm very surprised at what the Mets are doing. Yeah, I mean, they have the richest owner in all of baseball. Yeah. And they, they've been due to make a splash, but the Mets are going hard. Yeah. Like, you added Max Scherzer to Jacob deGrom? That's not the best one-two punch in <sighs> baseball. That's one of the best one-two punches in the history yeah. of baseball. You add Lindor, who had a down year. You got Pete Alonzo on a team friendly contract. You're adding a lot of pieces, and they're going to be really competitive. I'll tell you, we'll wrap up this hot stove talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, that's a little banger right here. I didn't recognize that one. What you bumping back there, DJ Mikey V? <laughs> Royal Blood and Lights Out. Royal Blood Lights Out. That sounds like a wrestling walkout song, right? 
Okay. All right. I ain't mad at you. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On, and we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Hate to break it to you, Albuquerque, and I don't know how to say it, so I'll just rip this Band-Aid off. Uh-oh. The boys are only going to be here today and Wednesday all week as we make way for NCAA coverage of March Madness all day, every day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and on into next week. So get your dose of college basketball right here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports Get those animal. brackets all filled out. Get your brackets filled out. You I may do, take three or four different ones, and then you get confused with what you got anyhow. So I do three brackets every year. Yeah, that's that's what I do. So I do one, yep. and I'm opening up the playbook to you right now, Albuquerque. I never win with this one, but I always place with this one. Is I legit pick the favorites all the way in, hmm. just numerically. Yeah. Like I fill out my whole bracket, one beat 16. Okay. Two beats 15 all the way through till the final four is all the number ones and whoever's ranked the highest is the champ. That one always gets second or third place. It's fool's gold. You can have it. It's then I real, pick one. You're not being risky either, though. You're playing chalk. Yeah. What works. So and then I pick one with like historical exciting teams like I'll pick like Davidson. St. Mary's, or or ones that I think will be fun to root for. Okay, got you. A couple ends, a couple upsets, a couple favorites. That's always my... Those teams we don't watch during the season, but you know they always show up during the tournament. Exactly. Got you. Creighton. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Creighton's all, man. Loyola, Chicago. (laughs) Like, those those kind of teams. Like, I'll pick all the fun teams to root for, and that'll be my fanboy bracket. So I got my favorite bracket, I got my fanboy bracket, and then my third bracket's always the one that I really think is the way it's going to work out. Okay, gotcha. Guess which one I do the best on? The first the one. First the one. first one. The yeah. favorites every time. Yeah. yeah. Guess which one I do the worst? The last one. The last one, yeah, where, the I last, think, yeah. where I think I'm some kind of expert prognosticator. <laughs> and then my like my real bracket always finishes last. Here, here's a stat for you. 17 of the 32 top seeds in the uh, conference tournaments this past weekend all lost. That tells you a lot of the teams that were – and a lot of those teams that are in a, a league that have like 9, 10, like the Big Ten, and get in. Still, that's pretty unpredictable when you look at that. So a lot of the teams that got in were a lower seed in that conference tournament, and they, they got in the tournament because they knocked off the number one seed. Sure. That's interesting right there. It's up in the air. What I learned, though, what I learned yesterday, because I I paid a lot of attention to this, it seems like a lot of these seeds are already set no matter what the tournament is for the conferences. Then they have to scramble when that happens, like, like what Mike says. Not scramble, but, you know, they have to plug them in somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like – having the play-in games being with conference champions, even like the smallest conference champion should be in the dance no matter what. Yes. You shouldn't have two conference champions having to battle to get into the tournament. There you go. Even if you're a 16 seed, even if you're a 15 seed, you win your conference, you should be guaranteed a game in the dance. The play-in games should all be at large. And I don't, I don't like that they have conference champions. 
even if it was some school you've never heard of right. in your entire life, and you couldn't point on a map where they're from, they still deserve to be in the tournament. Well, see, that's the point of it. I thought, you know, you win your conference and you're guaranteed a slot. I'm excited. Like this is the best time of the year. Like I all, I was I was thinking about scheduling a vasectomy for Wednesday. <laughs> Mikey, did you know that's the biggest day of vasectomies every year? Is the, this the <laughs> day before March Madness starts? Really? Because you got to be on the couch icing your balls oh, no matter yeah. what. So you might as well just sit on the couch. <laughs> See, I didn't think mine through at all. <laughs> when, did, when did you get yours? It was after March Madness. It was okay. in. It was smack dab in the middle of the lockdown. Oh, okay. So I was sitting anyway. It was just going like, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you did Netflix instead of March Madness. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I still I can't I can't bring myself to get one, but if I do ever get one, it's going to be the day before March Madness starts. Your time will fly. Yeah, no doubt. It's only the recovery is what seven to ten days. You're, you'll be good. More ball talk when we get back. <laughs> Hey, get your mind out of the gutter, guys. <laughs> Talking about basketball, those kind of balls. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Mikey, what are you doing over here? <laughs> Mixing it up, brother. I thought we had this talk that we don't play Nelly when Fred's not here. That's a Fred thing. It's not a van thing. It's not a Robert thing. I'm going to have to have a, a strongly worded email sent to your superior, buddy. <laughs> Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents Two Men On. We're dear friends with New Mexico Pinon Coffee, and we're so proud of everything that they do in the community, and we're honored for them to be friends of the show. And special shout out to the big dog CEO, Matt Bregger. He found us and was a fan of the show since day one, and we've done some really cool stuff in the community, and we're absolutely honored to be partnered up in New Mexico Pinon Coffee. 505-246-0610, hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610, also the Sports Animal Text Line. <clears throat> My apologies to the friends of the show out there that like to be with us on Facebook Live we didn't do a Facebook Live today, but we'll be back on Wednesday, and definitely the following week, we'll be live streaming the show. Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube, maybe Discord. I don't know what else. We'll be everywhere. You get your live streams. As well as being everywhere, you could find us on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. What we do here is we take our live show we cut out the commercials, and we put it up for download and stream. Sometimes we separate segments. Sometimes we put it up as a whole. But you can go find out for yourself. Find at TalkABQ or Two Men On wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of the Sports Animal Hotline, if you call in and Vital says you're good to go, gives you the thumbs up, we'll let you right on this here program. And right now we have John. Welcome to the show, John. Aggies, oh, Aggies, the hill sent out to cry. We're here to do or die. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you guys have damn well better have the Aggies on your uh, on one of your little uh, 
charts there, man. That's all I can say. We got uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, 13 hours of coverage of March Madness every day here on the Sports Animal. They're covering it so hard, they're not even letting us on the show, John. Can you believe it? <laughs> Amazing. Those guys, we need to go talk to them. Anyway, you know, i got to tell you something interesting about the NCAA. You know, the premier tournament used to be the NIT. Yeah. And then the NCAA kind of crawled up over and above the NIT. They lost it. But in the long, in the old days, they did it by region, and the region meant something. And the Aggies always usually used to use to lose to UCLA. I don't know what in the world we have in common with UConn out in Buffalo, but it's a home game for them. I think the Aggies will rise above and win. And uh, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but uh, it's good to see a New Mexico school in the NCAAs. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see two New Mexico schools in the NCAAs every year because I, I really have that feeling about the New Mexico Lobos and Coach Patino. I really think they're on their way up. But what's happening down south at New Mexico State is really cool to see, too. Like, they've had some really good sustained success, mm-hmm. and they could compete with anyone. And they're only five-and-a-half-point dogs to UConn after they travel across the country, after they play, you know, how far is Buffalo from Connecticut? An hour and a half? Right. Like, it's just right there, right? That's a, that's a home game for them. So if you lop off three points for being at home, that's a two-and-a-half-point game. That's a winnable game for New Mexico yeah. State. That's a winnable game for the Aggies. I hope so. I hope so. John, are, well, John, are you, a, are you an alma mater? Did you go to New Mexico State? I'm an Aggie man. I even played sports down there, and I won't uh, tell you much about myself other than the fact I had a great time down there. Moach is doing a good job. I think everybody in their athletic programs, for they get a big bang for their buck for what they spend down there, and uh, it's a good school to go to school at. It's a real college town, and your degree means something. Yeah, I, uh, and, I lived uh, in Cruces like for six years, and I, I had a blast down there, met some great people, had some good times, made some great memories. I'm a big Messiah dork. Do you spend any time in Messiah? Yeah, man, El Patio Bar. Yeah, baby. Now you're speaking my language. I used to be a, a regular El Patio. On the evening with the live band going. It's hard to beat. Good times. John, we're going to be cheering for your Aggies, and you know super Aggie fan on the other side of the glass here, Mike Vital, is going to be cheering for your yes. Aggies. John, thanks for the call. Thanks yes. for being a friend of the show. All right, man. Peace. Take it easy. Cheers. Yeah, I see the Aggies at some point getting out of the first round. I think it's this Thursday. They've tried. It's been 29 years since they've tried. They've gotten out of the first round. So, man, I, this is a good time for them to do that. I think a lot of Aggie fans want to see them move on, just not every year win the conference tournament. There's nothing wrong with that because that gets you a spot into the big tournament. But, man, you want to go to the big dance and kind of, you know, kind of advance here. I was watching them play in the championship game. That was my first time watching them. They looked good, like for real. They, They can score. They got good defense. I've seen UConn play a few times. Um, they can do it. I hope they do. And a lot of people, Robert, were thinking, well, you you beat Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian had three of their five starters returning from last year's team. Abilene Christian beat Texas. So 
Let's, you know, there's it, a lot of people thinking the Aggies don't play quality opponents. Well, this Abilene Christian team was a veteran team that knocked off Texas last year in the in the NCAA tournament. I mean, the Aggies go, they, they play good team basketball. They play good defense. Mm-hmm. But the Aggies go as Teddy Allen goes. If he's on fire, right. if he's if he's racking up buckets, they could beat anybody. So, I mean, that's that's a lot to put on this young man. But if he's shooting and if he's hot from the floor, the Aggies can beat anybody. Their defense is going to be their calling card in the tournament. Speaking of beating anybody, you know who could beat anybody? The Duke University Blue Devils. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And we were talking earlier, Robert. Yeah, man. That black people hate Duke. <laughs> we do. We do. All right, you need to unpackage this, because I, I think I know where it started, and I didn't know where it kept going. Where do you think it started? Christian Leitner, Bobby Hurley. No. Beating the Fab Five. No, not for me. No? I'm 43. You know where it started for me? When they were beating, when they beat the UNLV team. Ah, uh, okay. To me, that was the original rock star team for me. For sure. Then you had other teams. You had, My brain didn't go back that far. Yeah, yeah. It you, stopped at the Fab Five. <laughs> you had other teams. You had Arkansas. Yep. Um, you had, which was forty minutes of hell. You had Kentucky with Mashburn. Yep. When when Leitner stepped on his chest and nothing yep. happened, and he hit hit the last second shot. Didn't even get a foul. Nothing. Yep. Then Fab Five. So. It continued, though, because a lot of people were like, and, and the reason why this came up, I had a discussion with someone today, and he brought it up, and I was like, you know, you're right. We do hate Duke. <laughs> and, and he said he thought it ended at the Fab Five. I was like, no, not for me, because the culture changed in, in college football. Duke changed, too, because they knew they had to. And what Coach K did which I sometimes call Coach KKK. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was like, let me go to the Olympics. Let me get LeBron and Kobe and D. Wade and take pictures with them to let the urban kids know, hey, I'm cool. <laughs> He's one of us. And that's what happened. <laughs> I've never liked Coach K. I've never liked Duke. Well, I said uh, it earlier. It's not uh, fair to American black people. Uh, so there's a point in history where you didn't get to choose your name. Here... <laughs> Uppity-ass Coach K, calling himself Shashevsky. You can't just choose to pronounce your name differently, bro. Uh, uh. Your players are out here. Their families even get to choose their own names. And here you are just making up words. It's Chris Bukeskopi. Okay, that's your name. Chris B- Mike, Mike Wazowski. I was so happy he got whooped that last <laughs> game. In the tournament and his last home game, I was so happy. Yeah, in my head, I thought the Duke hate started at the Fab Five. No. It, but yeah, Stacey Ogman and LJ. Yes. yes. Like, okay, that was They were undefeated. Yeah, because UNLV beat them, then went undefeated, ran into them again, and got waxed. Yeah. And that was the beginning of my Duke hate. Because, like, look at these dudes, man. Those are the dudes that come to the park, and you don't pick none of them. Right. You don't pick Christian Leitner. No. Well, I mean, he's like seven foot tall. You probably pick Christian Leitner. Nah, I would nah. never pick Bobby Hurley. Well, if you had LJ or Christian Leitner, who are you picking? Or who's the guy? Larry Johnson or Christian Leitner. What park we at? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, what's uh, the guy we were roasting in L.A.? Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. Oh, 
Bobby Hurley, Grayson Allen, like some of the worst people on earth have came from Duke. Chris Collins. And you know what? You called him Coach KKK, and that, <laughs> that might be a tiny bit too much. But you know, like, at the beginning, when they started bringing brothers in the Duke, yeah. it was the most mochaccino, yeah. light-skinned brothers. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was. It was Shane Battier. They were like... It was them. Grant Hill, yeah, Shane yeah. Battier. They don't ease you in it. Yep. Because I vividly remember when they would do broadcasts, and they were saying... There's only a certain type of athlete that can play at Duke. It's like just say the white kid, just man. Stay white. Yeah, you could just say white, just say bro, it. or half white. <laughs> there's never, there's never been a player at Duke until like ten years ago. Yeah, I'm telling you, when when Coach K coached the Olympic team, that was his whole ploy. I gotta get, yeah. I gotta get out there. I gotta get with the brothers. I gotta let them see at Rucker Park. Coach K is cool. It wasn't until the rise of Kentucky when the one and done stuff happened oh, yeah. that they started yeah. getting like black kid black kids yeah. to Duke. Yeah, when they everyone were, else was like Jeter black. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. Everyone else was like <laughs> Obama black. The, well, yeah. you had Grant Hill, but he didn't count. His dad was a pro athlete. Yeah. He didn't come from the hood. That that's my rant for today. Okay. Every year during the tournament, I'm very against Duke. I do not want them to win anything. Thank you for unpackaging that. <laughs> I thought it was kind of a blanket statement, but now that you started talking about it, I was yeah. like, oh, this makes total sense. Yes. Okay. I've been paying attention. This has been my whole life. Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman, when we get back, you listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Send a special shout-out to our friends at O'Neill's. We're at O'Neill's every Thursday, but oh, no, no, not this Thursday, as it is St. Patrick's Day. And an Irish bar in a town like Albuquerque that likes to party does not need the boys. They got green beer. They got green shots. They got good Irish food. And that place is going to be shoulder to shoulder with people having a good old time on Thursday. Make sure you celebrate your St. Patrick's Day with O'Neill's Pub. And thanks for having them sponsor us so we can help out friend of the community, Locker 505. If you know a kid in need who needs some clothes and needs some toiletries, who just needs to get cleaned up a little bit, reach out to Locker 505. Please, please and thank you. Mr. Brave, Freddie Freeman, looks like he's going to have to find new digs elsewhere. After 12 years in Atlanta, top five of the MVP multiple times, won an MVP, won a World Series, I think six All-Star appearance starts, and just Mr. Brave for the past mm-hmm. decade is not going to be coming home. It looks like he's going to your boys the Los Angeles Dodgers, as Freddie Freeman is from Orange County. Bring him on home. That's a good get. Oh, yeah. That's a good get. Look, I thought Freddie Freeman would retire a Brave. Yeah, he should have. When I think of the Braves from my generation, my adult life, it's just all Freddie Freeman. Right. But the Braves made a trade for another stud who is actually an Atlanta native, the Oakland Athletics' Matt Olson who had a monster year last year. Mm-hmm. 
got rid of his strikeout problems, hitting dongs at a crazy rate. He's a gold glove level first baseman. So if the Braves can extend Matt Olson and keep him in town for a few more years, I think it's just an absolute bounty for the Braves to replace perennial MVP candidate Freddie Freeman with perennial MVP candidate Matt Olson. It's a huge get. Right. And now your Dodgers get to take a shot at Freeman. Yes. Which the Dodgers need a left-handed bat in that already powerful lineup. And I think a more important part for the Dodgers is instead of playing first base every day, that frees up Max Muncy to play a super utility role. Mad Max. He's one of my favorite players. Me, me too. Me too. I'm glad he became what he became after becoming a Dodger. Yeah. Because, you know, his career before the Dodgers, it was it was kind of warm. He he doesn't look like the same player. Nope. He, the Dodgers are so good at that. Mm-hmm. Look what they did with Justin Turner. Yep. Oh, yes. Justin yes. Turner was a below-average baseball player. He wasn't even supposed to be a starter. Something clicked yeah. when he put on that Dodger blue, and he's been a stud for yeah. eight years. All-star candidate every year for eight years. The Dodgers got something special out there. And it's not like the Yankees. Like a lot of times people go to the Yankees and they can't handle the pressure. There we go. And they underperform. Or, you know, the Mets sometimes. You know, some of these bigger franchises. But it seems like L.A., they get the best out of people. You know what it is? I believe it's the fan base. Yeah. Dodgers don't have the crazed fanatics that the two teams you just said have. Right. Uh, Not saying there's not a lot of Dodger fans, but it's just a little easier. Because you can warm up by yourself and you can play the first couple innings by yourself because the fans don't show up until the fourth, fifth, sixth inning anyways. That traffic, man. (laughs) (laughs) They're stopping in Chinatown on the way to Chavez Ravine. Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, man. A.K.A. Mr. Glass. Young Evil Knievel. (laughs) Mr. Glass. (laughs) Broke his wrist and he's out around three months and there's more story to develop but it seems as of now he got into a motorcycle accident right a motorcycle accident and then he said he didn't think he had any major injuries shows up to practice wrist is hurt that's when they found out it's broken it could have been broke for days it could have been broke for weeks and he had no idea because he didn't do any baseball activities the last couple weeks so apparently he loves motorcycles and he loves four-wheelers. I guess he's a big DMX and Rough Riders guy. I don't know. And he was in a DR, Dominican Republic. Yeah. It wasn't like he was on streets. So a, <laughs> reporter, no roads. a reporter asked Fernando Tatis uh, when his motorcycle accident happened. He said, which one? Wow. Like he's been in multiple motorcycle accidents. In the past few weeks, like, nah, the Padres got to get this, this guy three hundred million dollars. They got to get this under control. He, how old is he? He's only what? Young, twenty three. Oh no! Oh no! They got to get. They got to handle this. Fourteen years, three hundred and forty million dollars they spent on a twenty three year old who apparently. Well, breaking one, would his think, hand. one would think that contract would involve no skydiving and no motorcycle riding. Well, it, it's not like it worked for Roethlisberger. Didn't Roethlisberger break his elbow or something on a mm-hmm. motorcycle? A four-wheeler that he wasn't supposed to be on? Mm-hmm. 
But you know these players that like to party, they, they bundle that into their contract. They're like, hey, look, off-season, I'm going to do what I want. Well, this guy has the potential to be the face of the league. Yeah. He's got to chill out. It's easy to say because I've been like, shoot, when I was 23, if if I had that type of money at 23. Trouble. Oh, man. How many how many different ways do you think you could have died? <laughs> I'm going to go to Mars just because. If you gave me $340 million <laughs> when I'm 23. I was broke and almost died. <laughs> like, I just like. Like Brewster's millions. I'll be oh, yeah. just looking for money to spend stuff on. <laughs> hey, accountant. Get my accountant Steve on the line. I want to buy Hawaii. Spending a meal a day. I want three out of the four Hawaiian islands. What is that with tax? How much does King Tut cost? <laughs> I want the Tut man. And I want him in my house now. Give me the Tutster. Give me King Tut. How much to spray paint my Tesla pink? I'm going to put it back white tomorrow, but today I want it pink. Or you could just just pull a Jamarcus Russell and just like buy every bottle and drop a food at Applebee's and spend like 40 grand one night at an Applebee's. You know the the Padres, they have to be upset. Well, they gave out three hundred what forty million. Three hundred forty million. I mean, gosh, injury prone and all. And you're trying to catch the Dodgers, and this is the grand piece. He kills the Dodgers. Yes, he does. This guy, he kills everybody. Oh man, I don't think I've seen a game with him against my team, and he hadn't hit a home run. I'm not even exaggerating. It's been a minute. <laughs> he's been on. He's been on a run against the Dodgers. And you got to spend big money, Ooh. and you got to pay to play to compete with the Dodgers yep. in that division. Applying that pressure. The Dodgers ain't going nowhere. Not at the all. The Dodgers ain't going nowhere for a long time. Welcome to Yankees East. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me. Welcome to Yankees West. The Dodgers ain't going nowhere. They got an ownership group and a management group that wants to compete and win multiple championships every year. So, well, I gotta, I'm going to go back to Tatis, though. He's been hurt a lot. Yes. So is like he fragile? Is he fragile? You gotta be. Yeah. If you're if you're a shortstop making diving plays all the time, stealing bases, legging out triples, like you know how much it torques, how much torque it takes to hit a baseball that far. Mm-hmm. Most people just aren't like seven foot tall and just stick their bat out. It takes a lot of torque. It's hard on your body. So injury. I don't know about Mister Glass, but definitely injury prone. <laughs> Especially if he's riding motorcycles in the yeah. Dominican Republic, of course he's going to be injury prone. Six three, air quotes only two hundred fifteen pounds. He Man. might need a little bit of weight on him. I'm looking at his injuries list here. Hamstring. It's been in the league what four years, and every yeah. year his injuries got some significant injury, and they and they get worse each time. Yeah, hamstring, back injury. It shoulders. Happens, it happens a lot to these five tool guys. It's hard to leg out triples. It's yeah. hard to keep diving into the yeah. dirt for stolen bases. It's it's hard on your body to make diving catches at shortstop and put your body on the line every day to make those just amazing sports center top ten plays. Well, the funny thing is that when did the the uh, accident happen and why didn't he get the surgery then? He didn't even know he was he had a broken right. bone. Uh, allegedly, didn't know that he was hurt. 
just felt like just felt weird. I'm looking at his contract here. This is I didn't know this. So he's got the 14 year, 340 million. He's only being paid five million this season, but it increases every year. And by 2029, he'll be making 36 million. Yeah. Woof. I will be in bubble wrap. Basically, what they did is they added 10, 10 years mm-hmm. to the end of his contract. They put 10 years and like $320 million on top of that contract to lock him up for life. But by the end of this contract, it's insane to give someone a 14-year contract. But just like Pujols, by the end of this contract, it's going to be very affordable. All right, more quarterback carousel when we get back. You listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The GOAT is back. You think his kids are just that annoying? Or his wife. That I think I doubt. she's busier. She's busier than he is. Yeah. She's... I think it's a whole combination. Yeah. And then him being annoyed with your boy, Aaron Rodgers. There's only way to sh- one way to shut up Aaron Rodgers, and that's for him to lose in the NFC Championship game. Yep. Or sooner. It's pretty easy not to lose an NFC Championship game if you don't get that far. Just go ahead and lose to the Niners again. The Buccaneers, their quarterback search is over. They got their boy back. Packers quarterback search is over. They got their boy back. Broncos quarterback search is over. They got their boy, RW3. That's huge for Denver. They're going to be perennial contenders as long as they got him. Now who's struggling to get a quarterback? There's a lot of moves, man. Like, you name the big ones. There's there's some mid to, you know, bottom, upper tier quarterbacks that moved. Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz to the Redskins, excuse me. Commanders. The Commanders, excuse me. It's going to take a minute. Carson Wentz to the Commanders. That makes them better. Oh, yeah. Even though I was, I like the, the what is his name, Heineke? I liked him, but we saw he fell apart at the end of the season. Correct. And I love me some Fitz magic, but he must be hurt worse than it appears. And yeah. I think Wentz is a small upgrade over Fitzmagic and especially over Heineke. And they have some good weapons out there in Washington. Washington has a good roster. Yep. They got a good defense. They got, you know, Dan Snyder loves spending money. He usually does it very poorly, but he loves spending money. So who else is in desperate need of a quarterback? Well, now the Colts, you know, uh, it looks like they got Mariota. Carolina, yep. New Orleans. Yep. Yep, Carolina, New Orleans. Cleveland. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to re-sign Mayfield. That's the question. And the, the word is, is that they've been interested in Watson for a long time, Cleveland. Yeah. I see Cleveland getting um, Jimmy G. So just like – hold on. I'll talk about Jimmy G just one second. Okay. I think Mitch Trubisky is an upgrade over Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah. And the Ben oh, yeah. Roethlisberger of the past two years, yeah. I think Trubisky yeah. can be better than Bill Roethlis- Bill Ben Roethlisberger that you saw the last two years. Mm-hmm. Trubisky, he's got a good skill set. 
He's like a diet Josh Allen. I was going to say, he can run. Yeah, he can, he run, can run. He's got a big arm. Big guy with a He just a needs to be arm. in a better situation. And look, he got drafted by the Bears. Yeah, that'll do it to you. That's a quarterback graveyard, as we've seen. So apparently the the Browns want to move Baker Mayfield, and then what would be a good good fit for the Browns? Because Deshaun Watson, if you want to put up with the media, if you want to put up with you know the bad taste in the mouth that the uh, alleged crimes he committed, if you could deal with that, he's a great quarterback. He's like a top five, top six, top yeah. seven guy yeah. in the NFL. He's that talented. He's that big of a game changer. But let's see. Let's look at like Deshaun Watson and Jimmy G. Got you. What would be the best fits for this these guys? Because I think personally, Deshaun Watson to the Steelers would have been the perfect fit. I agree. Because blackhead coach mm-hmm. already friends with uh, with Brian Flores. The system fits him. He's got weapons. I thought it'd be perfect. But they're going with Trubisky, which is a safe move, and I think they'll be fine. I like Jimmy G, hear me out, in Cleveland. Yeah, I don't see this. They have a great defense, a great running game, solid receivers, a a good tight end. He doesn't have to be all world, but he doesn't. He's not the quarterback to give away the game. Right. They just don't want him to give away the game like good old Mayfield was doing. Like he did over and over Every and over again. Every single time. Yep. And you saw it with Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. It wasn't Odell's fault. He got all the heat for it. Yeah. Baker Mayfield was the good guy. They painted him as the good guy. And then Odell Beckham Jr. goes to L.A. and immediately finds success, is immediately a great locker room guy. The thing about Baker Mayfield, if you're winning with him, he's the best guy on your team. Sure. He's the, he's going to be the rah-rah guy, the, the 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 locker guy, that guy. But when you're losing, he's the worst player on your team because he doesn't know how to handle it. That's true. Yeah, it's true. His and, attitude. And while I do love his commercials, I'm not crazy about his play on the field. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think both – the Browns and the Colts are good fits for Jimmy G because neither coach, neither team is going to ask him to do a lot. There you go. They're like the two biggest run first teams in the NFL. No one runs it more than the Browns and the Colts. Mm -hmm. You don't need a Deshaun Watson. You don't need a Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. When you're in Cleveland or Indiana, you can just keep feeding the ball to, to, to Chubb and Hunt or keep feeding the ball to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I tell you what, who's really trying to get Watson, especially with Brady coming back, the Saints. Yeah. I heard the Saints, uh, Carolina, Mm -hmm. and Seattle are making really hard plays for him. And I think both, all three of those are a good fit. Like having Deshaun Watson throw to Noah Fant and Lockett, Metcalf and Mm -hmm. Lockett, like that's... That's a good receiver quarter just to walk in there. And it's, plus, he'll be scrambling around. Like, if you say. fix that offensive line a little bit, they could be they could come in real hot. He's a bigger Russell Wilson. So it looks like the Niners know what they have with Trey Lance. So it looks like he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Niners. TBD, the results of that. Mm-hmm. But the New York Giants, I don't think they're sold – 
on Daniel Jones. Philadelphia Eagles, I don't think they're sold on their young quarterback yet either. You know what? I think they are. Really? Do you think I they're think all the they, way in? I think they are. I think they would they would move. I don't know why, but <laughs> he he showed some flashes of brilliance last year. Yeah, but he's t- way inconsistent. I remember I remember we came here one Monday and Mike made a good point. He does not get the ball down the field. Yeah. Like you got to have that in today's NFL. You have to have that. The Panthers they oh, seem man. like they're in need of a quarterback. Oh, the yeah. Sam Darnold experiment failed. And the Lions, like, Jared Goff isn't that bad, but he's not that good. Mm-hmm. I think Justin Fields in Chicago, he's going to need some more polishing, but this kid's the truth. Yeah. He's just a little. For him to be good, they need a lot of offensive line help the Bears and some receivers because they don't have anything on offense in terms of weapons. You're you're exactly right, and it looks like they're going to be in a slow rebuild. Yeah, so he, he might. What do you call? Uh, he might be like a David Carr. Like he just might get the dude. hell beat out of him yeah. for a few years and have to retire. Poor dude. Yeah, because they don't have Allen Robinson is a free agent. He's a free agent. Yeah, he's going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think Justin Field, that's a right-handed Michael Vick. Like, I think he's that kind of – he got yeah. that skill set. Cannon for an arm, fastest quarterback in NFL. Well, second fastest after Lamar. But, yeah, I mean, there's still some teams out here who need a starting quarterback, whether it's for right now or whether it's for the future. It's got to be discouraging looking around the league and you need a quarterback and you're seeing what these other teams have. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, who do we have to pick from? <laughs> But we all know Deshaun Watson is the cream of the crop that's left over. I agree. Yeah, and now that the the court stuff is out of the way, yep. it just clears the field for everyone to start bidding for him because you could always say, like we always say, excuse me, had a sneeze. Man. Like we always say, alleged. Like now, Deshaun Watson's his offenses are alleged mm-hmm. that they were dropped out of court. So we'll see what happens in civil court, and we see what happens with the NFL. But a lot of teams can just throw up their hands and be like, "Charges were dropped. Yeah, now no. not guilty." So in a court of law, he's our guy. Well, that's what they're doing now. It's just business as usual. As soon as that that news dropped, the next news story was who was going to go after Deshaun Watson. After the break, we're going to have the varsity of things that Deshaun Watson would have to do to not be on your team. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. So good to be here with you today. That three hours just flew by, my man. For real. Today's I-9 Varsity is the varsity of things Deshaun Watson would have to do to not want to be your quarterback. <laughs> I know it's odd I know it's I know it's oddly specific. Yeah. But here we go. Today's varsity is sponsored by League Office 280 of I-9 Sports. Make sure you go to i9sports.com and look up chapter 280, League Office 280. You could email them at League Office 280 at i9sports.com or hit them up at the office 505-312-4999 again that's 505-312-4999 
if you've got a kid that wants to be active, get out there and do something, it's not just sports. They can coddle any interest your kid has. Let's make sure you hit them up and talk about your goals and visions. Okay, so the varsity of things Deshaun Watson would have to do to not want him to be your quarterback. Because there's a lot of teams right now vying for his services. Okay, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. Yeah. Okay. So with his alleged offenses, yeah, we talked about it on this show, how heinous and despicable and taking advantage of people and yeah. know, positions of weakness, et cetera, et cetera, all of these alleged offenses uh, swept under the rug. All the charges were dropped. He will not face any criminal charges, but he has some civil charges pending. But that's not stopping a lot of quarterbacks, I mean, excuse me, a lot of franchises in need of a quarterback as Seattle, Carolina, New Orleans, Cleveland, the New York Giants are all talking to his representatives about getting his service. Business as usual. So what will Deshaun Watson have to do for you not to want him to be your quarterback? I'll start. Okay, go ahead. Punch my mama straight in the face. <laughs> That's where I draw the line, Deshaun. Yeah. All of your uh, alleged massage therapy stuff, that's that's something. That's something right there, I'll tell you what. But you come at my mama, you can't be my quarterback no more. I was going to – okay, so for me it would be knock ice cream out of my daughter's hand. <laughs> He's got to go. I just, had a, <laughs> I just had a perfect visual of Deshaun Watson <laughs> in the number four jersey just smack. <laughs> What the four fingers say to the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Next on my I-9 varsity of things Deshaun Watson would have to do for him not to be my quarterback is, I don't know, maybe break up with Olivia Munn. Mm. Just like. <laughs> you know, she was my crush for the longest, man. The longest, oh, time, dude. Oh, my gosh. On the 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 game show. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then she went over to Newsroom. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, we saw the ascension of her. We remember it was rock bottom, and she sure. was still bad. Yeah. 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 She used to be just the cute dork on the video game show, and she turned herself into an A-lister. Okay. For me, he would have to enroll into Duke <laughs> and have Coach K come back for one more season and win the national title. <laughs> win the national title with Duke. Okay. <laughs> Next on my I-9 varsity of things Deshaun Watson would have to do to not want him to be my quarterback. I'm going to say publicize this Elon Musk, Vladimir Putin <laughs> fight and then stop it at the last minute. <laughs> and just say like, no, 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 guys, violence is not the way. At the very last second, just stop the fight. If he did that, there's no way I'd let him be my quarterback. <laughs> but I found a good a good therapy called masseuse. Well, <laughs> yeah. He's, take the edge off, boys. He'd have to go to a gas station in the middle of L.A. and complain about it being not high enough. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Next on my I-9 varsity of things Deshaun Watson would have to do 
for me not wanting to be my quarterback is just go to Kiev, Ukraine <laughs> and take down all of their defenses. Just sabotage everything. Oh, man. So basically what I'm saying, if Deshaun Watson was a secret Russian agent, yeah. I wouldn't want him to be my quarterback. Basically. Which is just a tiny bit worse than what he actually did. Allegedly. All right. For him not to – for me not to want him to be my quarterback, I don't want him now. I got a great quarterback. <laughs> Same. We're sitting here Justin so spoiled. Herbert. Justin Herbert and Aaron Rodgers sitting right here. I'm good. Yeah, we good. <laughs> Thanks to all the callers and texters today. Sorry we weren't on Facebook Live. Some I know. Tech, they love seeing our faces. Some tech diffs. We'll be back on Facebook Live Wednesday, and if not Wednesday – Definitely next week. Enjoy the March Madness coverage. We got the play-in games tomorrow from 3.30 to 11 p.m. Wait, you guys aren't here tomorrow? It's no. just Wednesday's the next day. That's Just right. Wednesday. Yep. yep. Wednesday and then the following Monday, maybe. And the first four tomorrow night. Yep. Yeah. Yep. First four tomorrow and night. Wyoming's one of the first four, I believe, from mm-hmm. the Mountain West. Yep. Getting coverage right here on 95.9 FM and 610 AM from 3.30 to 11 at night. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all next week, all your March Madness coverage right here on the Sports Animal. Thanks to the callers today, Lenny and Mailman and John, and thanks to all the texters. We had a couple really good texts that I couldn't read out loud. (laughs) That's how you know how graphic they were. Yeah. If we can't read them on this show. Yeah. This is the show to read them. But thanks for the laugh anyways out there, guys. Really appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out. Just me and you, Buck D. Yeah, man. This flew by. I know I've said this a lot, but I really mean it today. Thank you so much, Vital. You're the best in the biz. Break a leg tomorrow on the first four, and I'll see you on Wednesday.